Hashtag NSW. All right, if you listened very carefully yesterday, we were telling you this, that by this time today, this was going to be happening. Uh, Kaza Chiefs today, this afternoon, just before we went on air, officially announcing that they're parted ways with their coach, Ennis Middendorf, following the club's uh, reviews that were conducted by Chairman uh, Kaiser Mutawung, as well as the management of the team. Uh, to tell us a bit more about this, Far Post editor, Tiani Wakamabasa is here with me uh, to delve into the story. Tiani, thank you so much for your time. Good evening. Thank you very much for having me. I have everyone. I think you and your phone are going to be a big problem today already. I think you need to step out, stand outside, admire the sunset uh, so that we can hear you loud and clearly. No problem, bro. I know you love being outdoors, so and you get to scream and shout as much as you want. I, I, I can't. I can't say that this has taken you by surprise, Danny, has it? No, not at all. Not at all, Rob. I expected it, and uh, I think um, it's a it's a good decision. I think if you look at some of the decisions uh, by uh, uh, Coach Merendop, you know, it, uh, uh, it left a lot of Kaiser Chiefs fans frustrated, Rob. You know, um, mm. yes, it, you, can, you can't you can't be the only one taking the blame, but um, you know he's the man who had the responsibility to guide the side from where they were. They were leading with so many points um, to to make sure that they they at least get the league uh, uh, during their fifth year anniversary. But it didn't happen, uh, and he had he has to uh, take the blame for that. You know, there are so many things I could mention. For example. Mm. Um, you know, there, there were times when he kept playing some players, uh, even though, you know, uh, those watching could actually see uh, that uh, they were not really performing uh, to, to the level uh, that could actually take uh, Kaiser Chiefs somewhere else. But he persisted with that. I think he pays the price for it. It doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. What do you make of the statement that uh, I've just mentioned now, saying that uh, following the reviews uh, conducted by Chairman Kaizam Taung as well as the management, what sort of reviews would this be? I mean, this is a team that was basically leading uh, the charge as far as uh, the PSL is concerned, as you rightfully say, Tiani, uh, for most of the season. At what stage did the players themselves take a blame? Because all they needed to do on match day 30 was just simply to beat Baraka, and they failed dismally. Uh, absolutely, Rob. I don't think there's any review, uh, to be honest, because now, uh, if you look at the whole situation, um, you know, you don't even have to do any review. Um, at um, you know, bring bring the trophy home. Uh, I don't think any review is actually necessary. Maybe it's just their way of, you know, Rob, finding ways to explain the parting of ways. But at the end mm-hmm. of the day, I don't think... Uh, they even did any review. I don't think they can, you know. I know, I know they're a professional club. They they monitor things. They they do things, and um, you know, they they keep uh, getting the reports and so on and so on. But uh, in this one, uh, there was no need for any review. Of. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I, I can I can tell you right now that as much as it's a it's a story that they've released today, and it's something that uh, the the club itself is not speaking on. Uh, they, you know, they're saying that they're not going to be chatting about this issue. I can tell you that for a club that lost out by two points, the league title, 
And it was exactly at 2 p.m. yesterday when the coach was fired. Mm. So, you know, there, there might be an analogy that is drawn in terms of that, whatever it is, but a decision was taken yesterday for this. Um, yes. may, maybe because you and I would know that uh, the coach still had a contract, uh, that that might have been the reason for the delay of the announcement because yeah. his contract was not up. there because um, if you fire him then you're asking uh, you know in some cases then you pay out the contract but in some cases then if you play the waiting game um, you know you may end up in a situation where someone that does the honorable thing and walk away and which means then uh, you know they're not entitled to any any payout but uh, maybe they should adopt uh, the, the, the kind of uh, uh, things that they do where they come from Europe. in Europe you know they the management doesn't even have to fire you. If you know you failed the club, then you resign. Uh, that's how they operate. Uh, check, uh, check in most uh, most countries there. Uh, when when someone has lost a league in that in that in that in that way, uh, they're not even going to wait for management to to say we've reviewed the situation. It's time for you to go. They would have resigned immediately after after that match. You know, but um, you know the way maybe the contract is structured. Um, you know, people have to. Uh, be careful uh, not to walk away uh, because then they lose out on so much money. Remember the situation of uh, of Vokuchi uh, as well at Amazon, mm. and uh, he, he couldn't move because if he moves, if he makes the first move, then he loses out on the money. Uh, but uh, if he stays, then he forces the club to then fire him. Then he's in the money. So, but uh, I think uh, you know some some of these things. I think uh, you know some of the. Some of the coaches as well have to realize that they, they actually failed the clubs. And, um, you know, it's time to walk away before uh, any sitting or any review. Absolutely. Now, I know that the, 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 the club has also come out publicly to talk about their appeal against their two-window uh, transfer ban that was heard by the Court of Arbitration for Sport uh, today. Uh, the club will await the outcome on whether the appeal is successful or not. Uh, this is their confirmation today. Remember the the appeal against the two-window transfer ban uh, that was imposed on them by FIFA. And this is crucial, yeah. though, uh, Diani, because whoever is going to be stepping into this club by the name of Kaiser Chiefs uh, will need to enact a lot of transfer movement. A lot of players would need to be shipped out and they would need to bring in a number of players if the turnaround at this club is to be successful. How important is this weight for them as far as this uh, appeal is concerned? Yeah, very, very important, uh, Rob, because uh, if you look at the team itself, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a team that definitely needs, uh, needs to, to be bolstered, no doubt about it. Uh, but uh, in this situation, then, it even makes it, uh, even more difficult because you don't even know what's going to happen. I know there are players that want to sign that Katuchezo Nange from Bidwes uh, Vets. Um, you know, they, 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 they want to sign him, but how are they going to sign him in this situation? You actually, when you talk about this, Rob, you actually remind me of 2012 when Stuart Baxter came and, um, you know, he was uh, given a checkbook and, 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 and he was told that uh, revive the team, you know, and he did. You know, he brought Brought in the likes of Morgan Gold, Tsepo uh, Masilela, bought some uh, some good players, and uh, they were able to to win the league. And uh, you know it, it it works for them. But this time around, it's a big challenge because whoever you bring, 
uh, has to overhaul that squad. Otherwise, uh, they're not going to uh, to make it. Imagine now you go another season as Kaiser Chiefs without any trophy, and it's possible, uh, depending on this um, on on on, the, on 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 this outcome, uh, whatever happens in this situation. But it's important. It doesn't matter who takes over. Uh, whoever takes over, uh, you know, they'll pray that they find themselves in a situation where they can sign players, where they can decide who goes uh, and who stays. And in that way, uh, that's when Kyle Chiefs are going to uh, to succeed. And also bear in mind, Rob, that um, I remember uh, when Steve Compella there, was there, uh, Coach Steve Compella, um, he wanted 13 players and he couldn't get them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mentioned that because it's important that whoever comes in uh, is going to be able to sign the players that they think can actually do the job for the club. Not any compromise, you know, that we didn't get this one, uh, it's fine if we get this one. You know, it's not going to work like that in, in, in Kaiser Chiefs' situation. It's very, very important that whoever comes in uh, has that checkbook, but also has the uh, freedom uh, to sign the players they think can actually do the job. Because it doesn't, doesn't help anyone, Rob, that you bring in any players and you say you've got, you've got a squad of 28 players, it's a strong, it's a strong squad uh, on paper and things like that, but the reality is that you may find that those are not the kind of players that the new coach uh, would like to bring in. So what's the point? Because at the end of the day, you're going to expect results from that coach, but he doesn't even have uh, a say in who comes in. So they have to be very, very careful in, in, in that sense as well. Though. Mm. Uh, absolutely. And, and, and you keep talking about this new coach as as he comes in, this new coach as he comes in. Uh, Diane, the chief supporters that are listening to you right now are tired of hearing you say this. They want to know the name of this guy that you're talking about. Yes. You know, I've, I've, I've just uh, I've just seen uh, some reports, uh, obviously talking about Gavin Hunt, you know, but uh, uh, to be honest, I haven't heard much about that. The, the, the coach that I heard something about is, uh, you know, the one who's uh, with the uh, Botswana national team, uh, Abel Amruchi. You remember him, Robbie, was coaching media uh, when yeah. he played the Medmuzis Mabida. Uh, the, El- from, uh, the Algerian, yeah, yeah, the man born on the Medicine. 7th of March, yeah. Yes, that one. <laughs> you know that coach, uh, Rob. You know, uh, very astute coach. Um, you know, and uh, I think uh, he adapts to where he is. And it's very important for a foreign coach to to understand that because some coaches uh, they they just don't understand the environment they're coaching. They think uh, you know they were they were in Europe. You know, uh, the players and everyone else at the club must adapt to. Um, the European style, just to give an example. Of. Mm-hmm. He is the sort of coach who comes in and says, you know, this is where I'm coaching now. Uh, this, I'm in South Africa now. I'm coaching a team with this history, um, maybe with um, a certain style of play, and then they work around it. But uh, some are so arrogant that they're not going to even uh, adapt to anything uh, from, uh, from, uh, from anybody. So mm-hmm. uh, it's very important that if he's the one who comes in, um, you know, I know that he's going to adapt to the Chiefs way. And uh, the Chiefs way uh, is very, very uh, critical in this situation because uh, if you're going to come in and force things on people and force uh, force your style of play on the team and don't understand where the team comes from, it's going to backfire and it's, 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 it's not going to matter whether you have a new coach or not. I remember a certain gentleman once came to coach Fafana Afana. Um, by the name of Carlos Alberto Pereira, I think he's, he's very good friends with you, Rob. Mm-hmm. And um, that man, he wanted us to play the Brazil, but we are not Brazil, mm-hmm. you know. So he couldn't adapt to our our style. That's why now you find 
um, you know, your right back and, uh, you know, Anele there. Uh, then you have your left back, it's Tepo, then he wants to turn them into Cafu and Roberto Carlos. It's not going to happen. So you have to adapt to what you have. And I think that's something uh, Stuart Baxter has done very well, um, you know, or, or did very well when he was at, at Kazakh. He adapted to the kind of players that he had at his disposal and he, he used them to uh, to their strengths. You know, sometimes I feel with Coach Verendorf, some players now, you know, were forced into positions where maybe they're not comfortable. For example, uh, people have been critical of Lazarus Cambole and saying now he's missed chances and I accept it. But uh, uh, there are situations where I felt that he was not he was not being played in his rightful position whenever given a chance. Um, you know, his strongest position. You can't afford to do that, especially at a, at a big club like Kazachis. If you sign a striker, if you sign him a centre forward, you play him at centre forward and he competes with whoever, whoever is playing at centre forward. But if now... You come to a situation where now you have, you just have to adapt to every position because football be, be paid so. Then it's going to be at the expense of the team, and that's what you see now. What about the technical team at Kaiser Chiefs? Because this is a one man that's leaving. Uh, yes. Do they stay behind? I mean, I know the pedigree that Sean Bartlett has. Uh, he's been a, a head coach himself uh, before coming to Kaiser Chiefs to then assume a role as an assistant. Uh, yeah. What do you think is bound to happen to them? Hey, <laughs> it's a difficult one, Rob. The South African way dictates that they will stay and then uh, uh, the new coach will have to work with them. But I don't think that's the right way, in my opinion, Rob. You mm. know, I like... You know, I, I, I hate going back to Europe because, you know, I, I, I prefer our football, you know. Right. But uh, there are things that we could learn from them. Um, for example, when uh, when Jose Mourinho arrives at Spurs, and if he fails at Spurs and has to go, he goes with his technical team. He arrives with his technical team, he goes with, with his technical team because he failed with them. But uh, here at home, you know, you come in, uh, you find the people that uh, were part of failing the team, and uh, they, they speak around. Uh, and I don't think that's the right way, to be honest. You know, I can understand if you're a development coach, you know, you stay behind. and Yeah, you know, that I can understand. But if you were the assistant to this coach uh, who left, then you should have left with him. You know, that's just my opinion. But uh, I've seen this, this kind of situations where, uh, you know, the, the new coach uh, will have to work with, uh, you know, the, the, the technical team that was actually, or the, the members that were part of the technical team of the previous coach. Unfortunately, uh, that's how it works here on. And what about the, the scouting, though? Because you talk to so many different former players of Kaiser Chiefs, and, and they talk about a structure, a structure that now has become a shadow of their former self. You know, they talk about a structure that had... Um, people that knew about scouting, that knew about how to identify talent, uh, who would yeah. bring in the kind of players that aren't going to be one-hit wonders and then disappear, uh, but who would form a part of what the legacy of Kaiser Chiefs is all about. And they're saying that just getting rid of one man is not going to do anything if the structure itself remains the same. Yeah, not true, Rob. You know, and we know, we know where Kaiser Chiefs come from. And uh, their success was dependent on uh, things like that. You know, they knew the kind of players uh, to get to, 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 to the club. But uh, now I feel Kaiser Chiefs have turned into this team where, um, you know, 
even players who, from a distance, you can tell that they don't actually deserve to be anywhere near natural. They are there, you know. Uh, no disrespect to anyone, but, uh, you know, some players, uh, you can see, even with the, with the way they take the pressure uh, of playing for such uh, uh, for, for a club of that magnitude, that they're not doing it well. Um, and um, you ask yourself, was, was, this, was, was, this, was this signing actually necessary? And you realize that perhaps, uh, you know, things could have, done, could have been done uh, a lot better. But uh, also, um, even those that, uh, even situations that could have favored them, I think uh, maybe they made life difficult for themselves, uh, Chiefs, in, 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 in some situations. For example, um, I felt at one point their, their um, uh, MDC team, uh, you know, had some good talent. And I was thinking uh, those boys were going to all come through and not obviously be, uh, be thrown in the deep end all at once, but uh, uh, be part of the, of the first team. But uh, they keep getting loaned out and then, uh, eventually, uh, maybe someone is written off, um, and they, they are they, they're no longer part of the structure anymore. For example, uh, the the striker Yusuf uh, Banting, mm. uh, he was there. He was coming around, scoring goals, and I'm thinking to myself, uh, this guy is actually going to do well. Um, then there was Cizwe Atwala. He was also MDC uh, MDC top scorer. I'm thinking maybe it's time to look there as well. And uh, instead of just signing anybody then maybe someone you could look at. But uh, I think, uh, um, you know, I could go on and on and on. A, a boy like Given Tidedi, uh, and to Swallows on loan, has done very well there uh, to help them gain promotion. I felt that there was no need to loan out that boy. You know, um, mm. you know some, sometimes you think, you're thinking to yourself, this boy is actually better than uh, some of the signings uh, in that position. So why is he actually moving, you know? Uh, look at how uh, Novo is done whenever given a chance great pass off the ball. The, the supporters, they love him for a reason. Mm. So I felt at some point that, you know, um, you've, you, you've gone to this, uh, 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 gone through this situation of identifying these players. They've come through now, but uh, when it comes to giving them a chance, you rather discard them and uh, loan them out to uh, other teams. So a whole lot of things have to change in terms of, um, you know, uh, the scouting and uh, even when you've got those players through, uh, you know, to make sure that uh, you know uh, they have a place at Kaiser Chiefs rather than uh, being loaned out and eventually they're not even part of the structure anymore. Who would you get rid of if you're talking about players, though people have been talking about surplus that is there, that needs to go? Yeah, I could get rid of a lot. <laughs> really? I could get, yeah, but honestly, honestly, I could get rid of a lot of players, you know, and then um, I'm, I'm just being honest with you, Rob. You know, mm. some of some of some of are, are my good friends. You know, but uh, um, I think um, you know, in terms of playing for Kaiser Chiefs, maybe uh, you know they've done well in the past, but it's time to uh, to look elsewhere. You know, and um, I'll I'll mention names, Rob. You know, if you look at a, a player like Bernard Parker, he's done well for Kaiser Chiefs. He was part of their success, even as uh, Stuart Baxter, but. If you look at his contribution, maybe um, for Chief standards, uh, it's just no longer the same anymore. You know, maybe it's time to uh, to move on there. You know, and uh, and, uh, and 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 look at other options uh, for, for 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 Kaiser Chief. You know, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, you go then to um, other 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 players as well. 
You know, they you you judge fairly, obviously, um, in terms of what they've contributed for the club. You look at a guy like Nakovic, he's done very well, so you stay in my opinion. Uh, no problem there. You look at a guy like Mato, I think he's, he's revived himself. Um, you know, he'll stay in, if, if, if I was the coach. Um, and uh, as much as people don't like uh, uh, Daniel Cardoso, some of the people are criticizing and so on. But when I look at the stats and so on and so on, one of the top defenders yeah. uh, for, for the club. So I'll keep the player like that, you know. So, But uh, those that have not contributed uh, over the past few seasons and uh, not, 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 not for reasons through injuries and things like that with uh, Itumeli and Kuna. So I'll keep Itumeli and Kuna because uh, the reason he's not played is because he's, he, was, he was injured for a long time. Uh, and uh, I still feel he can contribute a lot. So those that had a chance to contribute, but you realize that um, they had so many chances, but, you know, they just can't do it anymore. I'll definitely let them go. Absolutely. Far Post Editor, Diani Wagamabasa, thank you so much, Baba, for your analysis. Thank you very much. A lot will be said uh, in the next uh, coming days, but uh, they don't have much time, though, given when the league uh, does resume again for them to appoint a coach. And appointing a coach uh, with immediate effect as well will do them a world of good. Thank you so much, Diani. Editor, big up. Thank you so much indeed. Keep doing the great work uh, that you're doing there at Far Post. And just to, to uh, sample what was said in that uh, press release, in case you're driving and you didn't uh, get time uh, to read it, um, I'll just pick it up where it says, and I quote, we truly believed and hoped that our 50th anniversary year would be better. And it indeed looked promising. The decision taken as part of a strategy uh, to have the team win trophies again and to make our supporters happy because they deserve better. Um, and after giving the coach and the technical team the ammunition required to compete in the new season, uh, there were some improvements, and this was evident during the first seven months of this 2019-2020 season. However, when the league restarted post the lockdown, things changed, and we looked a totally different side in our last eight league games, and we witnessed some heart-stopping performances, and we were overtaken on the log in the last game of the season, which truly broke our hearts. Uh, we have to take responsibility. We can't wait and allow the situation to continue. Uh, we wish him all the best in the future. Uh, we pride ourselves of having built a strong legacy and a culture based on winning. Uh, we are aware that the supporters are hurting and the outcry is too loud to ignore. It is important for our loyal supporters to know uh, that we feel their pain. Uh, we are a listening organization and, res and we respect their right uh, to express their dissatisfaction with the team's overall performance. And while we are wounded, uh, we need to remember that the key principle of loyalty is showing unity and standing together in solidarity uh, when the going gets tough. We will announce the new coach before the team returns for preseason training. Uh, that was the statement there from the chairman of Kaiser Chiefs, Mr. Kaiser Mutawun, concluding on the departure of Ernest Bidendop. I hope this is K29. I am so happy that Menendop is gone. It's time for a new beginning, for Kaiser Chiefs to rise like the Phoenix. I am delighted that he's gone. I Rob, great show. Um, keep up the good work. Um, I just want to say in terms of Kaiser Chiefs, um, the coach is gone now, which is a good thing. But now, the biggest mistake that Chiefs is going to make, and mark my words, 
is after this appeal, if we win it, they're going to go out and buy players instead of getting a coach first. And that coach chooses his own players that he wants from the team that we have now and going into the market to get more players of his choice. So that's the biggest mistake Chiefs is going to make yet again. Thanks, Rob. Afternoon, Robert. Uh, you are speaking to Undutsugo from Peter Marsbeck. Yeah, we hear the good news that the coach has been fired. Yeah, if we can get another coach, a good coach like Kevin or Eric Sintler, and also Bobby must sign quality players. When you look at Kaiser Chiefs, there, there are no players anymore. How come a big team like Kaiser Chiefs that can rely on Bennett Parker? We let Kaza and yeah, let's hope that Kaiser Chiefs will sign some young talent and also sign the players that are familiar with PSL football. Yeah, thank you. Hi, Rob. It's the boy here. Uh, I think uh, the decision to fire Ennis Merendrop was long overdue. Uh, the man reduced the mighty Amakosi into a laughing stock. Over and above him vacating the position, Rob, I think uh, the team needs to reassess and look at the player uh, recruitment strategy because some of the players that were uh, acquired, I felt that they didn't suit the style of play in the team. Uh, and, and again, Rob, we also need to look at uh, the entire uh, playing philosophy of the team because under NS Middendrop, uh, the senior team was playing a different type of football compared to the MDC team, which made it difficult for, 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 for the youngsters to crack it into the first team, Rob. I think those are some of the things that need to be looked at uh, over and above uh, getting rid of the coach.